0: When people start perceiving you as the helper and not the seller, great service is probably the best form of prospecting, isn't it? 100%. Because... Hi, everyone. It's Tom Panos here. I've got with me Tim Cullen from the and Manly, uh, one of the great agents of the Northern Beaches of Sydney. In fact, he's been based on REB in the last three years. Two of those three years, he's been the top agent in volume. How are you?
1: Very well, thanks, Tom. Thanks for having me over,
0: mate, Tim. We're pumped to have you over. You've, you know, you've been riding over a million bucks um, a year for the last few years. Uh, you know, uh, last calendar year in 2014, just under 1.4, and uh, you're saying you're you're on track this this calendar year to do what 1.7, one
1: 1.7, one seven, one 1.8,
0: we're hoping eight eight to achieve. We think we're we'll get there. Okay, so just the context to it, your average price is 1.1, 1. 1. 1. 1. 1.1. Mm-hmm. Just, and, yeah, 108.5. Yeah,
1: average days on market? Uh, it's been fluctuating between 14 last year and 18 currently today.
0: Beautiful. Okay, just for our viewers, how long have you been in real estate?
1: I've uh, been back in real estate time for the last 10 years.
0: What does prospecting mean for you today? And what does prospecting mean for you a few years back? Prospecting, uh, well, it's what we
1: do, isn't it? I mean, every day's. It's the main core focus of what we do. Helping people. Prospecting is working with people to understand, I think, their their plans and goals and trying to help them achieve those. At the right. end of the day, I think that's what real estate's all about, isn't it? And um, when people see that you're, you're putting out the helping hand and you become the the helper and not really the salesperson, that's when they kind of
0: uh, are drawn to you and, and, and want to be working with you to... Okay, that's gold. I want to slow that down there because I think it's a profound point when people start perceiving you as the helper and not the seller. Um, Because great service is probably the best form of prospecting, isn't it? 100%. Because the people that you give that service to become like mini salespeople for Tim, don't they? they? They sort of say, he's the person to deal with. a lot of the people watching my video are thinking, you know, 1.3, 1.4 million, I can't even do a third of that. Um, What's the advice you'd give to someone watching this video that's in their earlier stage of their life? What are the tips Tim Cullen would give them to help them move, drive their business forward?
1: I think um, the main thing is to to set your goals initially. I know a lot of people talk about goals, but actually achieve them. I know when I originally started out my number was five, and I'd always make sure that every day I wouldn't go home until I'd either had five really good contacts, I'd met some people, felt that I could add value to their plans, their their goals themselves, and uh, once I'd hit that number, then I'd be happy to go home and and, and spend time with my family. So five quality appointments... Five quality appointments um, and, uh, yeah, either market appraisals or going to meet people or have met and
0: set them up for the future. What's the best way to generate market appraisals? What are you doing? You? Doing the
1: numbers. I mean, if we, realistically, you get caught up with some things, but being disciplined and focused, we try and set two-hour blocks where we, we don't get distracted. And you're on the phone? On the phone, yeah, I'm on the phone. Uh, I try and lead from the front with my guys, and I'll and generally do probably do more phone calls than they they so, do. So, so you do phone you know. calls?
0: They do phone all calls all the time.
1: yeah. Really, yeah, all the time. Is that done in the morning or morning? Yeah, usually yeah. until the afternoon, and then they'll continue on. But sometimes they're doing open houses, and then uh, so you're
0: calling you're calling buyers. You pick up li- you pick up listings from buyers all the time. Yeah, it's it's probably our biggest the biggest source. Yeah. I mean, I know, I think one of the things, Tim, is when you provide amazing service to a buyer in helping them buy, mm. they actually, that's a listing presentation in itself, because people begin to think, look at how he's looking after us, mm. that's what they're going to be like um, to other buyers when they're selling our house. Yeah. So yeah. it is uh, definitely uh, underrated. A lot of people turn around and say that buyer management, buyers get treated very poorly by the real estate industry, because everyone's just focused on getting the listing. Mm. Have a listing presentation. Generally, you're not the only one that goes to it, I'll normally call two or three. What are the tips that you know you, you think help you win listings? No, be
1: prepared straight right. away, and um, have the strategy already mapped out in my mind, and being able to express that with confidence and professionally, in line with their expectations and their timeframe. So. You know, it's not about us, it's, that it's all about them, and, and so their prior understanding their goals and motivation first, Right. Um, having that clearly mapped out for the strategy, and then um, a never-give-up attitude would probably be the third thing. Is, is it a one-visit listing
0: presentation? Have you got a, a process, or is it two-visit?
1: Both, combination. Right. Um more and more going towards a, a two, right. uh, I find that sometimes it takes a little bit of time to really understand what a client would like to achieve, and, and um, one, one appointment might be a little bit rushed or not the right time to, um, to, to push too hard without having the relevant information, it might be jumping the gun. So more and more I think we're, we're tending to go towards um,
0: two appointments at that time. Attitude's got a lot to do with real estate. How do you stay stay motivated in times that you know when you're not enthusiastic? In times of turbulence, in times where you've had bad news, Um, what's advice you've got there?
1: I think it's fortunate that I've um, seen a few softer, much softer markets than now, certainly, and um, some tough, tougher times and very flat markets, if not, um, if not going south and sometimes rapidly. Uh, And with that, um, I've try to see ahead where I could op- as, as anybody, right. any business operator will and plan for the future and with that I, I kind of call it a um, recession proof business in the sense that we'll map out what's going on, where the mass market is, what they're looking for in the area uh, where there's still a lot of buyers so in leaner times
0: that your growth doesn't, uh, your growth doesn't stop. Be inflexible on the goal but be flexible on the methods of getting to the goal. 100%. Which means that you may have to veer markets into a lower price range market. or a, uh, it, it. So what you're saying is be flexible and nimble to read the play on what's going on.
1: Exactly, exactly. Yeah, you've got to be flexible with the changing markets. The market's changing all the time, and if you don't move with it, well, you know, right. I can't see that as a good way to move forward. And
0: your mistakes, your learnings that you've had in your career? Probably burning
1: out. Yeah. Um, you know, I think you can um, be very hungry and, and push to get your goals and um, push yourself too far. And having four kids, I I find it tough still today to keep that work-life balance, you know, going straight up front with your time. It's, you've got to um, um, try and keep your family time and and keep yourself healthy and... and um, be prepared to back off and have a good break when necessary, right. and look for the warning signs. And I think that's probably what,
0: you, when I was younger. What's a warning sign? Yeah, when you. What's a warning sign for you? I think you.
1: Um, I think you, you. Well, you start to get a bit more. Um, I think you can feel it. Um, personally, I can. Like I get You're a sense. Of, the body. Yeah, stress and uh, Sleep. just, Yeah, and uh, not not as comfortable with with um, your resolutions, which is not good for for potential clients and current clients and. And uh, so, you best have a break. You know, right. even, even if it's just a day or two off, just to refresh, recharge, and come back firing. Uh,
0: day one of your career, Tim. Day one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you've had You had a, One go at real estate. You left, did a bit of uni, took a job,
1: mm.
0: come back to real estate. Mm. So you've had two. Two, two stints at it. This mm. one looks like it's forever, is it? Forever. Love yeah, it. yeah. Love the game. Love it. Okay, let's turn love around. Love the streets. If yeah. you if you are starting on day one, what advice would you know, Tim Cullen give Tim Cullen?
1: Don't hold back. Jump in the deep end. Keep training, but put the training into practice as soon as possible. Give one hundred and twenty percent, not eighty or eighty five percent, and um, believe in yourself always. Um, um, don't
0: stop until you get it. Okay, so what you're saying is uh, think big, just do it, back yourself, uh, be prepared that things might not go perfect. Mm. Learn from those
1: around you, you know, as, as you, we hear a lot with McGrath, and success leaves clues, of course. And, yeah. And um, so learn from those around you. and he, he what they're doing and have a, have a really close look at it because it can make a, a very big difference to fast track your business um, overnight.
0: All right, guys and girls, you've been listening to a very humble Tim Cullen from uh, McGrath in Manly in the top fifty in REB for the last three years in a row, ridden one three last calendar year, on track to do uh, over one and a half in two thousand and fifteen. I think he's pretty much covered. The fact is, it's not rocket science. I think if you're ambitious and you take action, and you back yourself, and you like what you do, and you work long hours, uh, one day you get a good-looking group certificate. That's it. Tom. Thank you so much. Thanks for having. Thank you. When you're told that things aren't looking good, you can actually start looking backwards in your life. And what I say is it's a very good exercise to reverse-engineer your life. In your last hour, in your last day, what would you say? Has, you know, Did I live a lie? Did I actually live someone else's life?